You are listening to the Spirit-Led Leader Podcast, where you will go from being prideful to fruitful, gaining biblical principles that will grow your influence, confidence, and relationship with God. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, the author of The Fruit of a Spirit-Led Leader. I am also a wife, mom, and believer in business. Now, turn on that do not disturb, grab your notebook and pen, because it's grow time. Hello, family. Hello, and welcome to the Spirit Led Leader Podcast. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, and I am just so super excited for this work. One, because this is season one, episode one, which is the trailer to give you some perspective and some insight into what you can expect over this next quarter. Yes, so this podcast is broken out into seasons and the reason for that is because it is specifically designed and curated to allow for you to spiritually grow in business. So what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, it looks like being able to develop your spirit man, (laughs) your spiritual being to then be able to take God to work, to allow for God to be displayed in absolutely everything you do. So that means in the the 8 a.m. meeting, that means at lunch, that means on the drive home from work, that means in everything you are going to show up with God. And how do we do that? We do that by consuming more of him, believing more of his word, and being able to start to display it through our actions by walking it out each and every day. This podcast was birthed out of the seeds that I've sown in my own personal career I wrote the book, The Fruit of a Spirit-Led Leader, because I lived what it was like to not know all of, of what I needed to know when it came to some of the roles that I had, but yet I was still fruitful and I still had an opportunity to do these phenomenal things and roles and, and travel the world and work globally because I did it with God. So you may be wondering, well, is this podcast for me? This podcast is for any one of you who believe that there is a God that believes in Jesus. And you can be at the very beginning stages of that, or you can be an experienced saint. But the reality is, is that we are all on a journey. We have career journeys. We have uh, personal journeys. We have spiritual journeys. And God wants us to intertwine them so that we are not just compartmentalizing our life and showing up as different people based on the type of journey that we're on. And so if you are looking to grow spiritually, to mature, and to lead in a way that honors God in whatever you call work, then I am going to encourage you to stay tuned, to listen in to not only season one of this podcast, but to stay tuned for the entire year. Yes, I am asking for a one-year commitment. You may think, well, how are you going to ask for a one-year commitment? Because I know what we're going to be talking about for the entire year. This first season is really about us being able to see ourselves the way that God sees us. 
to be able to focus on the God stories that we've experienced so that we can understand what God has equipped us with. What has God brought us through to understand what he's taking us to? We are going to also talk about what it looks like to be on a spirit-led journey. What are the stages to that? We'll also talk about what it actually means to develop your spirit man. And then lastly, we're going to talk about what it means to be spirit-led. So as you think about the content for this first season, which is, you know, 13 weeks of content coming to you to help you be able to identify with who God says you are. And that is so important because recently God revealed to me that we oftentimes experience an identity crisis when we don't even know that we are in one. We are speaking less of ourselves. We're talking small about the situations that God has brought us through. We're making our experience seem mediocre because we don't want to be prideful. And what God has showed me is that us speaking small is us thinking small. And the reason why we're thinking small is because we don't recognize that we serve a big God. So this first season is going to deal with how we see ourselves. And to make sure that we see ourselves properly, which is how God sees us, the image that God has for us. And sometimes it takes a little believing, it takes a little word, it takes a little activation for us to get it so deep down on the inside of us that we start walking it out. That we start walking in alignment to his will and what he is saying about the position that we're in. So if you're feeling like a grasshopper amongst giants, then I want to encourage you that you are equipped. You are equipped. You do not have to become a giant to defeat the giants that are in front of you because the reality is, is that God has given you the armor. You don't need someone else's armor. And we're going to talk about more of that in just a second because God gave me this revelation recently. This trailer episode is not just uh, what this is, what you can expect, but it is also going to be a little bit of teaching because as I went to God to, to really say, Lord, how do you want me to kick this off? What is it that you want me to say? He told me that there are three common mistakes that we as believers make that destroys our self-image. And what he wants most in this season that we are about to go into is to really recognize what we're saying about ourselves, what we're hoping for. Because at some point I found myself hoping for someone to believe in me when God revealed to me that that someone was me. So how many of you are asking that same question? If only, if only someone If someone could believe in me enough to give me the job, to give me the promotion, to get me the contract, if only. If you find yourself asking yourself that question, then I'm sorry to tell you, but you are experiencing an identity crisis. And so 
while this may be the trailer and I can tell you what the vision of this podcast is, which is to help you develop spiritually. I can also tell you, you know, who it's for and that's believers in business. I can even tell you why I decided to start this podcast, which was mainly to share my God stories, to share my journey and to also give you a space to become spiritually mature. I also want to teach to help you recognize that you don't have to make those three mistakes. God wants us to restore what we think about ourselves and align to what he thinks so that the very things that are in front of us that feels too big to handle, that we can knock it down, not with someone else's armor, but with ours. And so let's just go into what the three common mistakes are And then talk about how the remainder of this season is going to help you specifically restore and align to how God thinks about us. So mistake number one is that we fall into the trap of believing our failures. What do I mean by that? Well, if you for a moment have ever experienced imposter syndrome, or you constantly critique your abilities and question if you're capable or if you're the right person for the job or if you've taken on too much, if you overthink, if you overthink, if you overthink, then you're struggling in making mistake number one of believing the failure. See, these failures come when we've tried a thing. We decided that we were going to do something and it didn't work out. It didn't go as planned. Someone came back with some feedback. We all know about feedback. And while we should appreciate it and think of it as a gift, sometimes feedback is the gift that keeps on giving. Because we constantly play in our minds over and over and over again how what we did could have been better, how what we did wasn't enough, how what we did came across wrong. And so while we could look at feedback in our times of getting it wrong as an opportunity to get better, what happens is, is that we start replaying it over and over and over in our minds. And we get stuck in this loop that tells us you're not enough, that tells us you can't do this, that tells us that our efforts won't mean anything, that tells us that the plan won't work, that tells us that this time isn't different. And you fall into this pattern of failure because you're not thinking about these failures as events, you're thinking about them as you, you failed. You are the failure. When I am here right now to tell you specifically that that is a lie. Failure is not a person. It's an event. And so the moment you start thinking about your failures in the sense of things that have happened to you versus you believing you are a failure, That little slight difference of having failures versus believing failures is the very shift that allows for you to misinterpret who you are and what you were called to do. And so as we go through this season, I want you to think about your stories, your journey, 
and take a step into understanding the things that didn't work out, the things that did seem hard, the things that you wished would have worked and reassess those to understand what advantage did it give you? What lesson did you learn? How are you wiser now that you've experienced them? Because you are not a failure. You've had failures, which were events. Those are things that you can change. And so to stop mistake number one is to really look at what you keep telling yourself that's not working and recognize that you have an opportunity to stop believing the failure and to start moving forward because you are wiser, because you are stronger, because this time is different. And even if there's another failed event, it won't matter because you are not operating on your timetable. You are operating on God's. It's a process. And so as you just keep moving forward and understanding what it is that you are supposed to do, you will start uncovering the talents and the gifts that God has hidden inside of you. So while the world tells you to fail fast and to fail often, what I'm going to tell you is to just keep doing it, to keep going forward because it is giving you an opportunity to uncover the hidden things within you that you're only going to uncover and find out about once you actively walk it out, as you actively work it. So keep doing the work. Keep feeling unqualified. Keep feeling like you can't do enough or have enough or the plan won't work. Keep feeling that way because feelings don't matter. Feelings don't matter, but your actions do. Your actions activate your faith. So as you continue to just keep moving forward and keep doing, you will start to get into a rhythm. You will start understanding what it is God has for you and why God is allowing for you to continuously endure. So that's mistake number one, is believing the failure and to remember that failure is not a person, it is an event. Mistake number two, Mistake number two is becoming complacent. Now, this mistake I was I was shocked about because here I am doing all that I can do. Here I am constantly hitting the nail that God told me to hit. And I was just like, okay, Lord, I'm doing everything you told me to do, how you told me to do it. And yet I still feel as though I'm not moving anywhere. I still feel fear surface up. I still feel like I'm unsure about certain things. Where is that coming from, God? <laughs> and recently, God showed me. He showed me. So some of you may know, I've recently left corporate America to start my own company to do it full time. And I changed the language there Specifically because what God showed me is that my perspective was off. My perspective was small. 
here I am showing up as a full-time entrepreneur saying things such as, hi, my name is Naisha and I'm just now starting my business. I have a small business. I wrote a book that talks about how to integrate your faith and work. And God recently put me in a room of influential leaders and allowed for me to truly experience how I was showing up, what I was actually saying to describe myself, which to be quite frank was mediocre. It did not speak to all of the miracles that God has allowed for me to experience in my career and in my business because here I am trying not to be prideful. I don't want to be boastful. I don't want to overextend what I've done. And so I just say, hi, my name is Naisha and I'm just starting my business, which is a small business. And yes, I did write a book. I was settling in a place that was quite frankly beneath what God was calling me to. And God had to remind me that one, I wasn't just starting out, that I had actually started my business seven years ago. And while I was working and operating in it part-time, I was still very actively doing it. He showed me how he has been cultivating me for a time such as this. I've been coaching professionally in Fortune 100 companies for over the past 10 years. He has been grooming me for diversity and inclusion for 15 years. Me saying that I just started out wasn't true, isn't true. This has been a journey that I have been on, that I've been living and breathing for over a decade. The second lie that he revealed to me was the fact that I mentioned that I had a small business. And he reminded me of all my experiences, all of the countries that I've worked in, all of the people that I've coached. And, and it just reminded me that, hey, this isn't small. This is global. You have a global business, which isn't small. And the third lie that God helped me uncover was that the way that I was describing myself is I've only written a book. And God said, no, you published a book. There's a difference between writing a book and publishing a book. And I share this with you because the reality is, is that I had become complacent. I had become mediocre thinking that that was going to honor God because I didn't want to be boastful. But what he revealed to me is the only way that you can be boastful is if you decide that you can take credit for the success, which I don't take credit for. I accredit all of my success to God. And so if God is the one and the reason for my success, that would indicate that if I want to glorify him and honor him, is that I will be shouting from the rooftops what God has done in my career and on this journey for me, personally and professionally. He also told me like, Naisha, you have to stop and think about your experience that you have to own it. 
So my question to all of you is, what are you not taking ownership of in fear that it will create pride? After all of this revelation, the only thing that I could really think was, well, Lord, how is it possible that I became complacent in your presence? And he told me to look up the word to see what it meant. And when I looked it up, the first thing that stuck out for me was that it was an adjective, which means that it described the attribute of a noun. I am a person, a noun. <laughs> so remember when I mentioned that we have identity crisis that we don't even know we're under or going through? Complacency is one of them. I go on to read that the antonyms of complacency is dissatisfaction and humble. Now, as someone who is extremely conscious of being prideful, I, I've always felt like that was something that I had to be mindful of, to remain mindful of, because God just really despised pride. And, and so I'm like, well, I don't want to do the thing that God hates. Well, pride is the opposite of humble. Complacency is the opposite of humble. And so through all of this, what I learned was that complacency really is the doorway to pride. See, complacency makes you think that, oh, I'm just going to sit here and stay satisfied with what I have and what I'm doing, not because it feels good or not because it is good, but just because it is something I'm comfortable with, something I'm familiar with, something that, you know, I can tolerate. So I'll accept it. So if you find yourself doing anything or staying in a place because you have chosen to accept it, then my friend, you have become complacent. And so what I want to encourage you today is to understand that that opens the door for being prideful. Because now you're going to feel like when someone comes to you and tell you about what you're doing or not doing, you're going to want to have to prove yourself. You're going to feel like you need to prove yourself and start being more than you're not. Feeling overwhelmed and anxious about how to get everything done when the reality is, is that your very weakness, your very inadequacies is the thing that God uses to strengthen you, to give you grace. God gives grace to the humble. He gives wisdom to the humble. So our goal is to be humble, which again is the opposite of being complacent. The third mistake is losing sight of God. This one here is when we constantly speak and listen and hear words, whether it's biblical words, whether it's words played on the radio, whether it's words of someone else. But when we lose sight of God, it's because we are believing the words of the world more than we are believing God's word. And so this one here is a simple one. This one here is about being conscious of your thoughts and taking inventory of the things that you constantly tell yourself you can't do. And invite God into those places. 
to have him reveal to you what thoughts are limiting you, holding you back and keeping you stuck from moving forward. What fear are you holding on to because you don't understand how God fulfills that? So as you constantly think about what you're thinking about, the goal is to renew your mind each and every day. What does that mean practically? That means taking an inventory of what you're thinking most about. Because what you think most about is what you're going to have faith in. So each and every day, we have to think about what we want to think about. We have to think about what we're constantly thinking. Because what we're constantly thinking is what we have faith in. Right now, I want to encourage you to constantly think about God. To constantly think about his word. And the more and more you consume it, the more you can believe it, and the more you can keep your eyes on him. Now, I just gave you a quick overview of the three mistakes. And through the course of this season, we are going to go in depth by just experiencing the journey of our God stories. And so what I'm hoping for you to do is to listen to what I've said but also to share your own personal God story. To share what it is that you're hoping to get out of this season. What do you want to know? What is it that you feel you need to uncover about your self-image that isn't true? How do you replace that self-image with God's image? I created a survey so that you can just have a second to reflect on your God story and what you hope to gain out of this content. And so what I'm going to leave you here with today is a prayer for spiritual growth, because my prayer is that as you consume and listen into this podcast, is that you grow and mature spiritually, that you are able to display the goodness of God in the work that you do so that others may be able to taste and see that God is good. My ask is not for you to go into, you know, your your job or your your business or wherever you call work and and try to convert other people. What I'm asking you to do is to convert yourself. To be the someone that believes in you enough to know that you can do everything and all things through Christ. Everything that he called you to. Everything that you feel led to do. Because your, your job, they're waiting on you. Your business is waiting on you. Your church is waiting on you. Every single person that is around you is waiting for your influence. You are placed in those spaces for a reason and for a purpose. And you don't need someone else's armor to defeat the giants that you feel like you're up against. You just need to see what God has equipped you with, the armor that he's given you to utilize amongst the environment that you're in. So here's my prayer, which is Paul's prayer that can be found in Ephesians 3. 16 through 21 and it says i pray that from his glorious unlimited resources he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit 
Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now, all glory to God, who was able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. I pray that this trailer episode blessed you, but more importantly, that you stay tuned in so that over these next 13 weeks, you see yourself properly and are prepared to operate and walk out the fruit of his spirit. 